And welcome back into the Great Scott Show. Quarter after eight, Jay Walker is here. Hi. In the studio. In the studio. He is here. In the flesh, in person. Woke up this morning. I did wake up this morning. That's good. I woke up yesterday morning, too. It was just too late to come in. Hey, what's going on? Oh, what's going on? What's happening? Where am I? You know, it only happened a couple of times in all the years that I worked in radio on a regular basis. There's nothing worse than oversleeping. There's just nothing worse. I, I, especially if you're opening the radio yeah. station. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, because not all radio stations have always been 24 hours. Mm-hmm. I've never done it. I've never overslept on an airship before. Knock on wood. I mean, Lynn's done it a few times in like two months. So, you know, it happens. I had to um, years ago sign on a radio station. I don't remember if it was 5 or 5.30. And got a phone call one morning at 10 minutes to 7 saying, I don't hear you on the radio. And I said, oh, bleep. It's t- it's a terrible oh, feeling. I got, I, and I had that. I had a little flashback to that yesterday morning. Even when it's just a, a technical thing. I hate getting that text. I got one of them today. Like, what's what's happening? Yeah. Where is it? All right, Brian Flores, this lawsuit against the NFL. I, I saw an article this morning on Yahoo, that, and I think it, it, the headline was something like, the shocking lawsuit. And I kind of turned my head. I'm like, shocking? Like, is is anything in it super surprising? There's a lot. Look, I read through it. It's It's like 85 pages. There's a lot of sort of minute small details in there. But in terms of like the headline stuff, I don't know that any of it's shocking. I guess the thing that surprised me most is is the allegation that the Dolphins owner literally said, I will pay you a hundred grand to purposely lose games. Because I always say, look, there's a way to tank and there's a way to not win, but still have your people trying their best because their jobs are on the line. Their money's on the line. Um, as far as the other stuff, as far as him getting sham interviews by teams that had already made up their mind, that was... That's Not, part. That's the Rooney Rule, dude. You know, it's it's sometimes you zero in on who you want right away, but you still have to go through the process of interviewing at least one minority candidate. That's the Rooney Rule. No, I get it. I get it. But and and before take the interview serious. Well, yes. And before anybody said, well, I shouldn't do that. If it weren't for the Rooney rule, Mike Tomlin never would have been hired by the Pittsburgh Steelers. And he's been there 16 years and never had a losing season. I, I, I hear that a lot. I also think it's it's a convenient thing for the NFL to say because it's literally no, called well, the Rooney rule. Okay, like, well. Who owns the Steelers? I, I will say this. If you go back, and I don't know how much you remember about it. No, I remember them saying, I remember them publicly saying, we he wasn't our guy and we weren't going to interview him. I just found it to be a convenient message from the Rooney family about the Rooney rule. Gotcha. That's that's my thing. Like I guess I don't I don't fully buy into it that it works. I don't I don't think it works. I think if you're going to do it have real interviews instead of oh, I making, totally agree making up your mind already having a guy hired and then just saying come on in here and then in the case of Elway allegedly just kind of being drunk apparently. Um I'm um you know like my thing is this like if if the NFL cared more about it, when it came out yesterday, their statement would have been like, we vow to look into this instead of within an hour, like these things are 
you know, um, without merit, without merit. Right, right. Like the 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 instant reaction to it. Very different postures, you know. And and I think both are very telling. But I, I wasn't shocked. Certainly was not the word that came across. My no, mind. the the allegation about losing. Now that's pretty shocking. But uh, but the rest of it, no. I mean, you know, look, teams have been going through the motions forever on this. And they did hit one time with Mike Tomlin. Um, but, you know, look, I, I'm not one of those people who believes in quotas, okay? But you can't tell me with 32 teams in the National Football League that there's only one minority qualified. Well, Ron Rivera is, a, is, is technically a minority also. But only one black man is qualified to coach in the NFL? I'm sorry. Four OCs. Um, yeah, it, it, it. the Rooney rule, I'm not saying it's, it's, it's bad in theory. I'm just saying teams aren't really taking it serious. I, and, and, and I would agree with that. And there are workplace laws in, across the country. I mean, there's different things. Um, well, you know, you should be able to hire whoever you want. And then, and, well, yeah, you should. But you also should make sure that you are diverse in your interviewing practices. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that you got Jacksonville. That's, you know, hello. You know, why, why haven't you named Byron Leftwich the head coach? Why haven't you done that? I don't know. You know, Byron Leftwich and Eric Bieniemy are the are the are the two names that come to my mind that say, you know what, these guys should be NFL head coaches or should be given an opportunity. Well, we're not interviewing. We're not. Uh, all you do is look at resumes, histories, numbers, everything like that. And you know, I think the one thing about Flores' decision is his openness to say, um, you know, I realize this. I'm not. It's not the exact phrase here but essentially saying i realize this is probably gonna keep me from being a head coach ever again um you know it might hurt me but he feels like it's bigger than that yeah he did interview with the saints um i guess two days ago um and that's where we're at man you know now uh, in that particular case is that a token interview yeah probably they 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 interviewed multiple minority candidates yes Um, and then they're going to name dennis allen the head coach Maybe. Probably. Probably. Um, when you're in regards specifically to the Saints on a different on a different note, I kind of look at, at the UL situation and I know it's college and pro apples to oranges. Right. But I've been saying this a lot. Um, if you're going to interview them, inter, in, have real interviews and actually go through the vetting process, which Loomis claims that's what they're doing. They didn't want to rush it. But it's always different when a coach is fired versus when a coach leaves. Absolutely. And when a coach leaves and a team is having success, most places are going to promote from within. And it's not, and it's not like, you know, Dennis Allen hasn't had an opportunity or two to say, okay, I'm the head coach today and, I, and, and I'm going to call the shots. And, um, you know, I personally, I think he's earned that opportunity and, you know, I, I, I want to see him get the job and I want to see him be successful. And when, you know, when, when UL was, was looking for a head coach, when I realized that Mike's name was in the mix, my reaction was the same. 
I, I want them to give him an opportunity. I think he's earned it. So, yeah. And in, in a way, it is the same. ESPN Lafayette, best ticket in sports. I'm Scott Brather. That is Jay Walker. Um, Robert Sala of the Jets, is he a minority? I didn't know that. Somebody uh, emailed and said he is. Okay. Okay. Troy says, I'm sorry, but Brian Flores sitting on this info for three years and waiting until after he was fired and after he was passed on for other coaching gigs to release is, isn't integrity. Says we'll be hearing a lot of that word going forward and simply doesn't apply to Flores in any sense. Troy was defending Flores a lot when he was the head coach of the Dolphins. Mm-hmm. And he's not anymore. Mm-mm. So there's only one difference here from when he's emailed me about Flores in the past. Right. Okay. I mean, what do you want him to do? Quit his job and, and, and file a lawsuit in the middle of his gig? I guess he could have done that. I suppose he could have. You know, I think... I think it took courage to do what Flores did. That's my opinion. I'll go with that. National Signing Day today, Jay. Mm-hmm. Doesn't have the sizzle it used to. Correct. Because of early signing day. A um, couple of players who've signed with the Cajuns already. Zylan Perry, uh, running back out of Franklin and... Um, Charles Robertson, wide receiver out of Zachary. We'll be updating that list over at ESPN Lafayette. And uh, not, not a surprise about the running back. Um, there, was, there was talk that after losing a couple of guys that while they have guys on campus who probably could step in, they needed to, they needed to go ahead and bring some depth in. So I'm not surprised at, uh, about the young man from Franklin. I, and, and, and I think he's a pretty good one now. There you go. Uh, Jacques emails. He says, you were quick to dismiss Troy's point. I shouldn't be quick to dismiss it. I shouldn't have done that. Does he have a point about the guy not having integrity? I just, I think, I think it was hard to do what Flores did. That's how I feel about it. You know, I think it's easy to say, well, he, he, his owner, his boss told him to meet, uh, allegedly, meet uh, a quarterback that was on the market and violate tampering rules, and he said no, like, do you come out in that moment when you're the coach and do all of that? I guess I suppose that would have taken even more courage to just quit and immediately file a lawsuit. I'll give you that. But I won't go as far as saying what, what he did yesterday didn't take courage or didn't take some integrity. Certainly did. And time will tell. You know, as I was talking to Jonathan Vilma, he said, look, let's, let's wait and see how this thing plays out. Let's, yeah. not all, let's not all just jump all over it right now. Why not? It's what we do. Yeah, it kind of is. All right, let's head to the phone lines before we have a little Wonderland Wednesday and talk some Diamond Sports. ESPN Lafayette, good morning. Welcome into the show. Uh, I'm sorry for changing the subject, but I, I have to, um, ever since Jay Walker, uh, you know, I was kind of upset that he didn't show, come on yesterday, but I understand. That's <laughs> the reason, I, you know, I wanted to talk to him yesterday. And how how are you? How are you doing? Good morning. I'm doing great. Thanks. Um, Howard Hesterman, uh, the actor who portrayed... Um, Johnny Fever and uh, WKRP, he, he transitioned, he passed away. Um, of course, that show came out in the late 70s, early 80s, and I did watch the show in uh, syndication. How much did that show, how much did it impact you in your, uh, I know you were a disc jockey, in your career? And uh, the reason I mentioned that, the reason I brought it up, I had a guy, he was around my age, and he said that show used to be on the background when his mom worked at a radio station. And that show was on in the background. So um, 
I just, I, you know, like I said, I, I know it came out seventy eight, eighty two. The Reds were very popular. Also, the last year, the bank, well, the first year the Bengals went to Super Bowl, right? So I just want to hear your thoughts on uh, that show and how it impact, how it impacted your industry. And uh, thank y'all. Thanks. You know, I I appreciate that phone call. I really do. Um, I don't know anyone that worked in my business that didn't love that show. Um, because I think at some point in time, we can all say that we worked with at least one of those characters. You know, whether it was Donna, Dr. Johnny Fever or Les Nesman or Herb Tarlick, um, that, and that's why it was so relatable because, oh yeah, I worked with that dude. And everybody that I ever talked to that was in the radio business back then all had a story to tell. So we all embraced that show. Um, did, did it go over the top a little bit? Well, sure it did. You know, it's sure television. It did. It's television. Now, I will say this. I met Howard Hessman and Gary Sandy, who played the, the part of Andy Travis. Mm-hmm. I met them at a programmer's convention around 1980 or so. Um, and I remember there were like three or four other radio people and and then Howard Hessman, Gary Sandy and me. And and Gary Sandy had a lot of questions for us about the believability of the show. And and we were pretty, you know, we weren't patronizing. I mean, we we talked about what made the show so great. And 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 we said, you know, we've we've worked with some of those people. And Howard Hespin says, including Jennifer and we all said, no, we haven't. And he, and he said, that's all right. She didn't make coffee anyway. And um, and then later on, I saw him. And he and I had a beer together uh, and visited a little bit. WKRP in Cincinnati. Um, and and that's, why, that's why people in radio loved it. Because we all could pick out at least one character and said, I worked with this dude. Who are you? Well, I no, I, I wasn't a character. But I worked with Herb Tarlick on a couple of different occasions. I I worked with Doctor Johnny Fever. Um, you don't think some of your former coworkers would be like, "Oh yeah, he was he was that guy." Uh, I don't I don't know. I, I don't know. You'd have to ask them. Um, I I didn't work with Les Nesman, but I knew him. Um, so so yeah. Um, let let me tell you when when that came out Sunday, it, it was like a punch in the gut for a minute because. With exception of Frank Bonner, who I think died last year, he played the part of Herb Tarlick. Everybody on that cast, other than Gordon Jump, who played the part of Mr. Carlson, the, the general manager, everyone else was still with us. And now Howard Hussman is, uh has passed. And but you know Jan Smithers and Richard Sanders and Tim Reed uh, and Gary Sandy uh, are all still you know very much around, and Lonnie Anderson too, for that matter. Um, although you know. Smithers, I think, is the youngest one at 72. And, uh, but it was, I think Gary Sandy's the same age. But no, it was, we, we hugged that show because those people existed in, in our industry. I didn't know the show, but I'll never forget one day, many years ago, it was like before Thanksgiving, and mm-hmm. I emailed you about the famous the, the turkey Thanksgiving episode. episode. Right. Turkey episode. And so now, like, I, every year I see it on my timeline around Thanksgiving, but, uh, and it is still rip roaringly funny. All right. 
Coming up later this hour, we'll circle back to signing day. We'll get into Diamond Sports. And uh, up next, we got a little Wonderland Wednesday on The Great Scott Show. This is ESPN Lafayette. Before we go- do that, want to remind you guys about the St. Jude Radiothon happening today and tomorrow. You can become a monthly donor, just $19 a month, less than a dollar a day. You're helping kids fight cancer. Put your gift on a credit card. You get a new awesome Love Music Stop Cancer t-shirt. Look, Jay, I got it on right now. It's pretty I, you know what? I saw that, that shirt, and I said, ooh, that's a pretty good shirt. And then I saw Casey walk in to deliver a pet. She had one on, too. I said, ah, St. Jude. Yep. So you can call 1-800-372-4999. Again, 1-800-372-4999. Or you can just text the word LIVE, L-I-V-E, to 626262. And when you do that, you'll get a link. Click on it, and it'll take you the rest of the way, tell you what to do. Don't go anywhere. Great Scott Show continues after this. What up, guys? It's Scott. You know I'm here to tell you about the DraftKings Sportsbook because it is officially live in Louisiana right now with mobile sports betting just in time for the big game. Right now, you can place a bet in Louisiana with DraftKings Sportsbook without leaving the comfort of your couch. To add to the excitement, DraftKings is going to give new customers a special offer. You don't want to miss it, guys. Bet just $5 or more on any playoff game and win 280 in free bets if your team is victorious. Use the promo code 1420. The wait's over. Head to DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's live. You can do all kind of fun stuff like same game parlays where you combine multiple bets from the same game for that bigger payout. The more legs you add, the more money you can win. DraftKings is safe. It's secure. It's reliable. And best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. It's simple. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code 1420 and get 56 to 1 odds on any team. Bet just $5 or more and win 280 in free bets if your team wins. That's promo code 1420 this week at DraftKings Sportsbook. 21 plus, physically present in Louisiana. Availability varies by parish. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for full terms and conditions. Licensee partner, Golden Nugget, Lake Charles. Gambling problem? Call 1-877-770-STOP. ESPN Lafayette, the best ticket in sports. Welcome back into the Great Scott Show. Scott Prather, Jay Walker, Wonderland Wednesday. When Jay's in on Wednesdays, instead of a terrible tune, we do a one-hit wonder. And uh, because we're shorter shorter on time this morning, because we have another segment after this, we want to talk a little bit about UL Diamond Sports and get you up to date on National Signing Day. We're combining our song. There's no denying it's an all-time great song. When When I think of... The great one-hit wonders of all time. Okay, if I was going to make a list of 10 or 15 of them, this song would definitely be on the list. Yeah, it's it's been covered a ton. Everyone, I, I, I shouldn't speak for the entire world. I would say the majority of the planet has probably heard it, at least where they play music. And I don't know anybody that doesn't like it. Right. Now, you may not have liked the version that Scott played on Terrible Tune Tuesday. but <laughs> Right, right. But no, as far as the, no, it, it's just... The vocal is outstanding. The The musicianship is spot on. It was number it, one in like 80 countries. No, it is a it is a great song. Worldwide, smash hit, certified gold all over, sold millions of copies, came out in 1984. And then what happened to this group? On Wonderland Wednesday, this is Take On Me by Aha.
Norwegian group. In a day or two. Some people don't even know what they're saying. I'm like, come on, just you just got to listen. You're just too focused on trying to hit the high note. Don't try to hit the high note. Just listen. They, um, they did have a follow-up, which got some airplay in the U.S., was a, was a big hit across the pond called The Sun Always Shines on TV. And then they kind of disappeared. And it just, I mean, they kept recording, but didn't have much commercial success. And, and it just boils down to, your name is not enough to give you one hit record after another. The music and the songs have got to be there. And they were never able to come close to that song. Well, it's one of the greatest songs of all time. It's tough. You know, I, I, I go back to the Jagged Little Pill, the Alanis Morissette album, have like four or five hit records on it. Then she comes out with the second album. And, it, and, the, and the first song was Thank You, and it was a big hit. The rest of that album was garbage. And we haven't heard, you know, she keeps trying. Okay? I just know Jagged Little Pill. That's it. I mean, that's all I know from Elena. That, that album, that's it. And it had a lot of hits on it. Yes, it did. I guess having a bunch on what album is better than having one ever. Yes, it is. But if you're going to have one, have one like that. Oh, no. That's absolutely true. All right. When we come back, how many more days till baseball season? We have 16 sleeps left. How many more days till softball season? We have nine sleeps left. Well, digging in, UL Diamond Sports plus the latest from National Signing Day coming your way after this. This is The Great Scott Show on ESPN Lafayette, the best ticket in sports. St. Jude Radiothon continues as well, guys. Get involved, become a donor. Whether you want to be a small donor or a big donor, everything makes a difference. Not a single child or their family who has to fight childhood cancer that goes to St. Jude has to spend a single penny. The survival rate has grown exponentially since St. Jude opened to today, and that's thanks to donors like us, like all of you. Be a part of it. Text the word LIVE, L-I-V-E, to 626262. You'll get a link. Click on it. That's how you can donate. If you don't want to do the texting, just call 1-800-372-4999, We're right back right after this. What up, guys? It's Scott. You know I'm here to tell you about the DraftKings Sportsbook because it is officially live in Louisiana right now with mobile sports betting just in time for the big game. Right now, you can place a bet in Louisiana with DraftKings Sportsbook without leaving the comfort of your couch. To add to the excitement, DraftKings is going to give new customers a special offer. You don't want to miss it, guys. Bet just $5 or more on any playoff game and win 280 in free bets if your team is victorious. Use the promo code 1420. The wait's over. Head to DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's live. You can do all kind of fun stuff like same-game parlays where you combine multiple bets from the same game for that bigger payout. The more legs you add, the more money you can win. DraftKings is safe. It's secure. It's reliable. And best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. It's simple. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code 1420 and get 56 to 1 odds on any team. Bet just $5 or more and win 280 in free bets if your team wins. That's promo code 1420 this week at DraftKings Sportsbook. 21 plus, physically present in Louisiana. Availability varies by parish. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for full terms and conditions. Licensee partner, Golden Nugget Lake Charles. Gambling problem? Call 1-877-770-STOP. ESPN Lafayette. The best ticket in sports. Welcome back into the great Scott Show, ESPN Lafayette. Jay Walker, Scott Prather. Uh, latest signing for the Rage Cajun football team just came in, Jay. Is that right? Yeah, uh, Gavin Royer from Karen Crow has announced. He has announced that uh, he has... Uh, He's made the announcement. The team has not officially Correct. announced the signing yet. Correct. How many do you think he signs today? 
seven, eight, nine, around in there. I'm going to say nine. And um, um, and Nick Dore is going to be coming as a preferred walk-on. He is an offensive lineman. There you have it. Uh, Commander is the new name in Washington for the Washington football team. I would have gone with something totally different, and uh, I wrote about it. You can read it over at the ESPN Lafayette app. Plenty of other suggestions. Go check that out. Cameron Jackson, uh, another one that is a uh, preferred walk-on that will be joining the Cajuns as well. Okay. All right, so I think uh, I think you're up to date as far as everything that I know. Rage Cajun softball, uh, nine days away. I'll have Coach Glasgow on the show next week. Talk to him a lot about the roster, what he's anticipating. What are you most confident in about this team? And, and do you have a, I guess, question that needs to be answered, if that makes sense? I, um, I spoke with Coach last Thursday. Um, that podcast is up on Spotify. Click podcast, Raging Cajun Connection. You can catch that podcast with Matt Deggs and a podcast with Brian Maggard, all of which were recorded uh, last Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Heck yeah. Um, you know, Jerry and I didn't talk so much about a position-position breakdown because I know a lot of people are going to do that. We got into some other stuff. Uh, we talked about patience and his lack of it. Uh, we talked about the things that he didn't realize about Justin Robichaux when he hired him that he has found out since. And we talked about him uh, training dogs because Coach Glasgow trains pointers and um, and also now has has got some beagles as well. So we talked a little bit about dogs and um, – and, and and just talked about the transition as a coach from having a veteran team with a lot of upperclassmen to not having a, a veteran team. And then I I, I professed my uh, adoration for Sophie Piscos because I love her. Cajun baseball, you got out to Russo Park this past weekend. Yeah, I got a chance to see uh, one of the inner squads. Um, and, you know, it, again, with inner squads, it's very hard to tell because pitchers are throwing an inning. Uh, and what Matt does is, it's not just, okay, this team's going to play this team. and we're gonna, He does situations constantly. I mean, he he put guys at second and third and, and did a double squeeze, you know, to, just to, to, to practice it in a, in a game speed situation. Um, I, I've, I've been saying it, and I will continue to say it. It's the, mo- the most athletic team I've seen in a long time. And um, I, I'm still not sure what this pitching staff is going to look like. I think there's definitely some talent there. And I think some guys that were on the club last year, I'm ready. I'm wanting to see if they've taken the next step in their development. I think there's talent there. I still don't know how they're quite going to put it all together or what the plan is there. It is. Um, I, my question is, how long will it take them to find that rotation? That you know, I remember last year, Arigetti was a midweek pitcher to start, and it eventually half of the weekend or two thirds of the weekend rotation set in, and and then eventually it was all okay. We got it now. Here it is. I don't think Matt cares. He'll 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 throughout the season doesn't matter. If 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 he's got to go out. And throw five pitchers every game in order to get a win. That's what he's going to do. 
I think that, you know, you're, you're going to see him look to, to see what the other team has, and he's going to do a lot of matching up. You're going to see a lot. You, you, you know, he's got a little depth left, right, so you're going to see him, you know, make, make trips to the mound and make changes, and we saw Tony do that in the latter part of his career. Um, Ideally, though, you always want to have well, sure. your, your solid sure. weekend rotation. Sure, I think you would, but when we say when we think re- weekend rotation, we we talking about a guy that's going to go out there and give you six every night, and I don't think Matt cares about that. I think this is more of go off, get us to a good start. When when we see what adjustments they're making, we'll either do that or or we'll go to somebody else and we'll mix and match. I think if his pitchers give him three innings and they're three solid innings, I think he's good. At least early. What non-conference game are you most excited about? Dude, this first weekend. This first week. Now, I'm not going to go to Round Rock, okay? I'll be with the basketball team in uh, in Georgia. So I'll miss the games with Arkansas and Stanford, two top five teams. But the fact that it's opening weekend, you're at home, and you've got Cal Irvine ranked as high as 14th in the country in, in at least one poll coming in to start the season with their West Coast baseball. Oh, man, that's going to be big time. And, uh, you know, they're, they're sold out in the grandstand with season tickets. Uh, you can still get bleacher and individual game tickets have gone. But, folks, I'm just here to tell you, remember remember the crowds you had the first year at Russo? Mm-hmm. I think you can expect those kind of crowds this year. So I wouldn't hesitate. They're, um, no, Irvine is really good. You know, they got a guy, Nathan Church. He's a third-team preseason All-American. Outstanding hitter. I think they've got three of their top five pitchers back, including their Friday and Saturday guy and their best bullpen guy. Um, They've got seven of their nine starters back from last year. And last year, they took Stanford to the last game of the regional in Palo Alto. So this is a really good team coming in. And it's opening weekend. And, you know, like I said, it's, it's somebody different coming in who's really, really good. So you want to know what games I'm looking forward to? Uh, it would be those three. Season is right around the corner. We'll talk more about it next week. We'll talk about the Super Bowl next week, among other things. And uh, we'll do it on Tuesday and have some terrible songs for you. Yes, we will. But today was a Wonderland Wednesday. I'll set my alarm. National Signing Day. If you want to keep up with the signees, we'll be updating that over at ESPNLafayette.com, the ESPN Lafayette app as well. Names the Washington football team should have chosen. I've got that up for you as well. And I want to remind you today and tomorrow, it doesn't stop just because we're getting off the air. The St. Jude Radiothon. Be a donor. Become a monthly donor. It's like 80 cents a day. It's nothing. Pledge $19 a month. Help kids at St. Jude fight cancer. You put it on your credit card, we're going to give you an awesome... Uh, Love Music Stop Cancer t-shirt. Text the word LIVE, L-I-V-E, on your phone to the number 626262. That's three Jerry Fontenot's, just 62 three times. You can also just call if you don't want to text 1-800-372-4999. Maybe you don't want to do the $19 thing. Maybe it's something small. Maybe it's something large. Whatever it is, it all makes a difference. Big thanks to Mike Carney, to Jonathan Vilma, and to Jay Walker. It's been a fun Wednesday show. I'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Jay, safe travels to Arkansas, and we'll, uh, we'll see you next week, my friend.